Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, Okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller Tongue. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated General Grabber ATX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Tuesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show, spent a lot of time talking about the Bears and the Steelers. You know, that's the great thing, but also the bad thing. When you have the standalone game, somebody has a great game, everybody's talking about them. Somebody has a bad game, everybody's talking about them. I don't think the NFL officiating crew had a good game last night, and it was on display a controversial taunting call late in the game, helped keep the Steelers' drive alive. You know, the Bears did have a chance. Uh, They took the lead. But what is the NFL talking about today? Does the NFL get together and say the following? Hey, let's de-emphasize taunting a little bit. Before we get to the playoffs and we have a moment, imagine if that was a wild card game last night, let's just say. And I know it's AFC and NFC, but just stay with me. Imagine if you had a game, a a standalone game, a playoff game, and you had a play like that, a taunting call, and it affects the outcome. That's usually when we have change in sports, when something happens on the big stage. But if I'm the NFL, I got to watch, you know, how do we want to enforce this? When do we want to enforce this? Because sometimes I'll look at somebody celebrating, like the Steelers' defense did, where they ran 60 yards together, got in the end zone for a photo op. That, to me, sounds like you're taunting. But you're playing to the hometown fans. So that's supposed to be okay. Now, the linebacker for the Bears, Cassius Marsh, I would have thrown the flag for taunting. When he did the, uh, uh, you know, Mr. Miyagi kick and, you know, karate kid and, I just thought, okay, you did it, fine, now get off the field. And then he turned and he started to walk over to the Steelers' side, and then I just said, all right, throw the flag. And then there was no flag thrown. And I thought, okay. And then he gets bumped by the official, the referee, Tony Carrente, and, and then he throws the flag. Now, 
I don't know if the official thought he just bumped into me and I'm throwing the flag because it felt like that Tony Carrente was asleep at the wheel. Throw the flag a couple of seconds earlier, and I don't have any problem with that. But when you throw the flag when he walks by you and you impede his path to get to the sidelines, I have a problem with that. And it's national TV. And I think if I'm the NFL, I just don't want to go down this road when we get to the postseason. And I said it in the preseason. This is what's going to happen. This is going to happen. We'll have a moment where somebody gets called for taunting. And it affects the outcome of the game. And maybe we're headed that way. I hope not. But this was just last night in a standalone game. But, you know, what is the upside to this? Like, why are we enforcing this? Like, it's so important. You know, that I, I was told by somebody in the league office, this, you know, they want to discourage fighting. And I go, how many fights have we had in the NFL? We've had one. Mason Rudolph and Miles Garrett. I mean, when they do have pushing and shoving, nobody gets hurt. You know, in that instance, you had somebody taking off their helmet. But, you know, this is different. So I don't know what they're trying to protect, enforce, uh, eradicate. Yes, Eden. Well, it's funny because if it's the competition committee that sets this stuff, right, which is a couple of owners, a couple of GMs, a couple of coaches, and then they just kind of, they're like, hey, we really want to f- crack down on taunting, so refs go do that, and then the refs get all the heat for it. Yeah. But ultimately, it's like Mike Rabel decided this, or Mike Tomlin, or John Mara, those guys. Well, I don't know what they thought. I don't know who said, hey, we got to put this on the docket. We got we to gotta vote on this. We have to enforce this. That's what I wondered, because it felt like the NFL was evolving from the standpoint of, let them have fun. Let them play. And then this is, hey, you can have fun, let them play, just don't hurt anybody's feelings on the other side. Like, I don't know if this puncher for the Steelers was, like, whimpering a little bit when Cassius Marsh stared at him. But to me, I, I understand you're going to call it, call it correctly, call it in the moment, and I didn't think they, they did that. Yeah, McLevin. Remember this came up, uh, Rich McKay of the competition committee said the players wanted this too. And then J.C. Treader, the NFLPA, yeah. said, we never, we never said we wanted this. Yeah. Uh, because they don't have to, since it's an emphasis, the rule already existed. They didn't have to vote on it, I guess. So it's, it's kind of a screwy situation. Yeah, it just felt like they were going to reinforce this. But it's like holding. That, you know, a couple of years ago, they reinforced holding penalties. And then Tom Brady tweets, you know, this game is unwatchable. And then they sort of quieted down the holding calls. They they pumped the brakes. You know, pass interference. They were calling it like mad. And then it was like, you know, this isn't any fun. And then they stopped calling it as closely. Maybe, maybe you kind of let it rest a little bit here. How about how about this? De-emphasize. How about we de-emphasize taunting? Yes, Paul. How is it going to play tomorrow or today if Cassius Marsh gets Fined for critiquing the refs after the game, which I think he did. I don't know the wording of what he said. And if Tony Carrente, the official, gets no censure, mm. comments, zero, nothing happens. Well, I don't think anything's going to happen to the official. But uh, Cassius Marsh might might get fined for uh, what he said. Here's a, here's a portion of his comments. It's pretty clear to everybody who saw it that I wasn't taunting. 
like you know, I've been doing the celebration my whole career, and uh, you know, it's just sad to see stuff like that happen in a close game like that. It's just rough. On my way to the sideline, I got hip checked by the ref, and it's it's pretty clear. If I were to do that to a ref or even touch the ref, you know, we get kicked out of the game and possibly suspended and fined. So I just think that that was incredibly inappropriate. And that's all I'll say about that. Yeah. I mean, he's correct, but it's still my costume. There are times when coaches after a game say what is actually true and they have to pay for it, that the officiating wasn't good or uh, in particular a certain call. But I think Cassius, I hope the NFL doesn't fine him. I think he already feels pretty bad that, you know, he feels like he cost his team that, that game last night, but I, I, I would certainly hope that there's conversation with the official just to say, give me your side of this because it looks like you initiate contact with a football player. And had it been the other way around, Cassius Marsh would have been suspended. Yeah, McLevin. Do you uh, view these officiating controversies differently with all this legal gambling money flying around? Is that in the backdrop when you think about these things? Not, not necessarily. Like I didn't, I didn't immediately think that, but I, I have thought that with, you know, everybody gambling and the amount of money and people are going to be upset. Uh, if something, you know, you have a, a, a seismic shift in, I'm going to win this to now, no, you're not. We're taking away that touchdown. You know, then you're going to get a whole different audience with an outcry. I'm just speaking as a football fan. I just didn't like it. I'm not speaking as a gambler, but it, you know, if I had money on some of these games and you go okay what did that call mean that that just cost me should that have been called why was that called like you're going to want answers and you don't necessarily get answers from the nfl by the way mac jones probably won't be a strong candidate for a controversial figure in the nfl you know this is a guy who's a three-star recruit came out of nowhere great college career drafted in the first round but now that he's a patriot it feels like there's a different story because he's in a tricky spot after twisting the Panthers defender Brian Burns's ankle and hurting him after a fumble on Sunday. And Jones said that he thought Burns had the ball. He's a rookie. Maybe, you know, he gets the benefit of the doubt, but he's a Patriot. So you don't get the benefit of the doubt. You know, you got Spygate, Deflategate. Now we got Anklegate here. But if you think about the infamous teams, they were good. The 70s Raiders, the 90s Cowboys, the Legion of Boom Seahawks. Patriots have been the bad guys in the eyes of their rival fans for a long time. So innocent or not, from some people's perspective, Mac Jones is a controversial figure here. You know, if I'm in New England, I love it. Uh, Bill Belichick said, hey, he was just trying to make the tackle. Or he thought that Brian Burns had the ball. Belichick has to love this. Here's Mac Jones talking about his tackle. After I got hit pretty hard. Um, I didn't really know exactly what was going on. I thought he had the ball, and um, it was my job to try and make the tackle. Um, and that's pretty much it. And you know, obviously, when you get up and see the ball is actually down down the field a little bit more, um, it was just a bang bang play, and um, I didn't mean to hurt anybody or anything like that. I was just trying to tackle him and make the play because you know I didn't really know what was going on. It's a bang bang play. You never admit guilt. Hey, I thought he had the ball. Leave it at that. Let the NFL sort this out. Does he get fined for it? Probably so. You know, there's a couple things that have stood out in marquee games. 
I mentioned the Kansas City Green Bay game. Everybody wanted to focus on Jordan Love, and I said, you need to look at a bigger picture here. You got to look at the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs barely beat a Packer team that didn't have Aaron Rodgers. And that is the bigger picture for me. And then last night, the Steelers really struggled and held on for dear life against the Bears. Ben can't move. Clean pocket, he's great. But then most quarterbacks are with a clean pocket. You just don't get that option where you go, hey, come on, I need a clean pocket. He got hit eight times last night. I don't have renewed confidence. I don't have confidence in the Steelers. Now, I love T.J. Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick. I, I just, they, they make an impact. Najee Harris, you know, it comes down to can Ben hold up behind that offensive line in a very competitive AFC North. That, to me, is a bigger picture from that. Now, we'll talk about the controversy. We'll talk about the officiating. But if I'm a Steeler fan, I don't come away going, yeah. I come away going, Ugh, yeah. Odell Beckham probably won't be claimed on waivers today. And then he would be free to sign with whoever he wants to. And looks like all indications are that he'll go to Seattle. And would he be in uniform for the Seattle game against Green Bay? Is Aaron Rodgers going to be in uniform for the Green Bay game against Seattle? I would imagine Odell Beckham is certainly going to want to be on stage, a standalone game, a, a 430 game. He's going to want to be in that lineup and try to prove, once again, he's an elite wide receiver. And, and we had Albert Breer on from the Monday Morning Quarterback, and he brought up really uh, something really interesting here. you got to get Odell Beckham with a quarterback he respects. And that's where I thought, okay, Tom Brady would work, Patrick Mahomes would work. Where else does he want to go? Does he want to go to the Raiders, and would he respect Derek Carr? I don't know. Uh, would he want to go to the Rams? You know, they got rid of Deshaun Jackson. Would he respect Matthew Stafford? Like, that's what's tricky about this. He can't go to the Saints and then you go, hey, we want you to respect Trevor Simeon because he's not going to. He's going to go, hey, I'm open all the time. You got to throw it to me. And Albert Breer brought up when Randy Moss went to New England, he knew that Tom Brady was the GOAT. He's been to the top of the mountain. I'm going to respect him and I'm going to listen to him. And Randy Moss had an unbelievable season. And, you know, he wanted out of the Raiders, got out, went to New England. I don't know if New England is interested because I don't know if Odell Beckham will respect Mac Jones. He'll respect Bill Belichick. Will he respect a rookie quarterback? That's why it's tricky. And Albert Breer said Odell Beckham would realize if he went to Seattle that Russell Wilson is the star and that he would defer to him. But I think that that, that is going to factor into the equation here. Very much so. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, we'll get to phone calls coming up. Uh, Dean Blandino will join us uh, coming up. Uh, he, of course, is uh, the NFL and college football analyst, rules analyst for Fox, and uh, get his thoughts on what he saw last night. And where does he think we're headed with the officiating when it comes to taunting there? Also, Grant Hill will join us. Seven-time NBA All-Star on a couple of titles at Duke. Grant will uh, join us in the final hour of the show. I got to ask him about what's going on with the Russell Westbrook Jr. the third, because it's not good. Not good at all. Watch some basketball last night. The Joker got involved in a situation. He's going to be fined and probably suspended. 
But uh, we'll talk some hoops uh, in about an hour from now with uh, Grant Hill. We'll take a break. Your phone calls are up next, 15 after the hour. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Oh, we got a new partner here. Puerto Rico is the new go-to destination for quality investment opportunities, but finding the right projects to invest can be a pretty tough task. Impeller takes the guesswork out of the equation. It's a new online tool. It's spearheaded by Invest Puerto Rico that facilitates connections between investors and on-island projects that are looking for capital. Discover innovative projects across all sectors, from healthcare to tech, clean energy, visitor economies, commercial real estate. Impeller's easy-to-use feature will allow you to get right to the deal. Plus, you can find insights like financials, uh, company backgrounds, leadership performance needs, um, everything you need to make an informed decision when investing in Puerto Rico. Empower your investment portfolio with the opportunities the island has to offer as a go-to destination. Invest Puerto Rico's Impeller is the uh, smart choice. So you go to investpr.org forward slash Impeller, I-M-P-E-L-L-E-R, powered by Invest Puerto Rico. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories for 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite.
This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know. Take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. This program brought to you by Mercedes, Mercedes-Benz Vans. They go far beyond from their customization options, cutting-edge tech, five-star sales service, financial support crew. Mercedes-Benz Vans, build equipped, engineered to be ready for anything, go the extra mile. Taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. By the way, there's season four of Yellowstone just starting, but if you want to binge to catch up, first three seasons, you'll find that on Peacock, the only place... This is Kevin Costner with Yellowstone. See the show that everybody's talking about. Catch up on all the action and the drama. Yellowstone, go to PeacockTV.com. Start streaming seasons one through three today. Paulie brought up uh, the movie No Country for Old Men. Came out, uh, what, 15 years ago? 14 years. 14 years ago. Is that a Coen brother movie? Yes. Okay. Not a comedy. Um, usually it's a dark comedy with the Coen brothers. I didn't like the movie. Really? I did not. Yeah. How many times have you seen it? Just once. Hmm. We were discussing here, is it all-time great, great movie, good, or not really for me? You're not really for me, Not guy. really for me. Yeah. Anton Chigurh, Woody Harrelson? Yeah, you know, with a bad haircut. That, that, hurt. that hurt his performance. Javier Bardin with a uh, bad haircut. Yes. You sir. didn't like that movie? I didn't. I didn't love it. Josh Josh Brolin's awesome in yeah, that Yeah, he's good. Woody Harrelson's in Javier Bardem is phenomenal. I'm just saying. I, 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 if it's on, I'm not watching. Uh, yeah. Do you think you need to watch it again? No, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Do you think you need to reevaluate your opinion? Like, how many movies do you actually want to watch again? I'm a classic movie rewatcher. Though. Oh, you are? I'm yeah. not. Like, if uh, Revenant's on, I'll watch that every single time. I couldn't get it through, through uh, Revenant's one time. But I'll also watch movies just for the way that they look. Like, I just like actually the scenery of that movie more than actually the mm. storyline. So I'm mm. like, ah, oh, this is fun to watch. I'll watch mm. that. <laughs> I do that. I'll watch, I'll watch mountain climbing movies that are terrible movies. But, man, the mountains look really nice. I will watch those documentaries, the mountain climbing documentaries. There's a one now, the uh, Alpinist, I think, the kid who it's like free solo, right? 
Oh. If you guys have seen that, where the dude he just climbs up with no ropes or anything up uh, mm. that. El Capitan. El Capitan. Thank you. Yeah. So now there's a dude that's what Alex Honnold. There's this other kid who I think is younger who does that exact same thing, but only on ice. And it's like, holy smokes, what the heck is wrong with you? I, I, free solo I had a hard time with. I had a hard time with. That was crazy. And, and I know how it ends and I still had a hard time with it. You yeah. should watch this other one. Yeah, McLovin. I used to rewatch movies a lot on cable when they play over and over again, like Goodfellas. But now that everything's streaming, I never go back and stream something twice. Like, you you would never do that, right? No, I did think about that with The Wire, uh, Breaking Bad. Um, Things that are a little while ago then. Yeah, yeah. But just, you know, but then there's part of me, it's like, okay, I remember it this way, and I like that I remember it this way, and I'm good with that. Yeah, Paul. The other night, a movie came on late night. I was still wide awake. It was Hoop Dreams, the documentary about the two Chicago ba- basketball players. I hadn't seen that in a while. It really still holds up, and it's once you kind of turn it on, it's hard to turn off, even though you know exactly what's about to happen. Yeah. And you, but you root for something else to happen. That's that's the other thing with documentaries. I've probably seen that Marcus Dupree thirty for thirty about six times, and each time I'm I'm at the last half hour going, make the better decision, stay at Oklahoma. Like he's going to change his mind. It's you know the ending. Couple of phone calls in here. Uh, new poll question for hour two, McLovin. Yeah, I got a few options real quick. Uh, if what do you think uh, Steph Curry likes more, being clearly the only really great player on the team and shooting as much as he wants, or having to share the ball a little bit with Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant at the peak of the Warriors? I think he would love. He'll love to have Clay Thompson back because that's heavy lifting every night. Steph put up fifty. And 10 assists last night against the Hawks. And my team to beat in the West is, I think, 9-1 and one now. And that's without Klay Thompson. See, I thought you would like the ultimate green light as a shooter. Like, this is the ultimate green light for him. But there's nothing that he's doing now that he hasn't done before. Now you want to win again. And Klay Thompson gives you a better chance of winning than you going Han Solo here. And they do have some younger players there. And, and they've sort of been able to kind of blend those in, but... You know, if Clay is 90%, 80% of what he once was, then you know, I think Golden State's the team to beat out West. Yeah, Paul. Here's a couple of Steph Curry stats. I know we're only 10 games in. He's missed one free throw this season. He's 50 of 51. That's 98%. The best he's ever been for a season is 93%. Um, he has attempted 134 threes so far this season. He's averaging 13.4 three-pointers attempted per game. The most attempts in a season in NBA history is 886 by Steph Curry when he won the MVP. He's on pace for 1,034 three-point attempts. Yeah, He's upping things. Now, what he does when he goes to the free throw line, and if you really want to improve your free throw percentage, Steph Curry will count it as a miss, even if he makes it and it touches rim. That he... I think he shoots and he has to make 10 in a row at the end of practice where he touches just nothing but net. And if he if you hit iron and it goes in, that counts as a miss and then you have to reset there. But that's where you get into the, you know, I I want to be the absolute best. You know, the OCD part of this is I want it to be so clean when it goes in. You know, I'm, I'm watching Carmelo last night. Man, the extension on that jumper. If you're looking at form for a big guy, and I know Dirk Nowitzki had great form and really worked on it. But as far as big men who shoot that well, and Mello's form is great, squares up and, you know, release at a pretty high 
uh, you know, point with the uh, shot. And when it goes through, it goes through. And it's it, like, that's a swish. I, I loved seeing it. And Melo looked great last night. You know, the problem is Russell Westbrook is a, you know, he's, he's a work in progress and he's going to be. But here's what people don't understand. Russ is like this. Russ has been like this. Hey, he averaged a triple-double. Oh, my God. Okay. How did he get the triple-double? I mean, you know, if you're, you know, 7 for 21, okay, you're going to get double digits in points. He does have the ball a lot. He does have a lot of turnover. There's nothing new here. It's just now he plays for the Lakers. Therefore, every single game is under the microscope. Whereas before, you're playing with the Rockets, even Oklahoma City, we're not analyzing it. Now you play for the Lakers. And the Lakers are without LeBron for maybe another month. And and so now we're going to watch even more. And he's trying to do too much. Um, and he doesn't know his role. He's always been, you know, the alpha. Well, I, I, you can't tell him to not be the alpha. I don't know if he knows how to play any differently. Hey, you got to be the third option here. And really the fourth option when it comes to shooting, because I want Melo shooting before I want him shooting. Anthony Davis and LeBron. I think that's going to be the work in progress is what is Russ like now during the regular season? And what's he going to be like when he gets to the postseason? Because if I'm a Laker fan, you better hope there's a big difference because what you're seeing now is a guy who doesn't have any clue and he's out there and he looked really bad last night. And they blew another fourth quarter lead. Yeah, McClub. I admire your restraint, by the way, not not mentioning how awesome your guy LaMelo Ball was last night. Triple-double. I know. 15 rebounds. Yeah. Wow. He's so much fun. So much fun. I can't help but think how he'd be on Golden State because I kept saying, Golden State, take him. Not James Wiseman. There was a moment with uh, the Miami Heat and uh, the Denver Nuggets and uh, – you know, the Joker late in the game was bumped into by Marquise Morris of the Heat, and uh, he took offense to it. Morris walked away. I mean, it was a foul, and, uh, it was, you know, it was a cheap foul, but the real cheap shot was the Joker, and he pushed uh, Morris from behind, and I think he's injured his neck. Uh, Jimmy Butler wanted a piece of the Joker. He wanted uh, Jokic. He wanted him outside, kept saying, come on, let's go outside, and they were in Denver when he's doing this. But, uh, you know, the Joker's going to be suspended for that. Rightfully so. Cheap shot after a cheap shot, but his was uh, far more egregious there. But, yeah, watching a lot of basketball last night. Man, I have dreams of shooting like Steph Curry. That ability to be able to shoot that pure, and he does it every single time. I mean, it's... And I've seen some of the... Well, I've seen all the great shooters in NBA history. From 1969 on, if you played... I probably saw you in person. There's nobody who has, and there's a lot of guys who have beautiful shots. Uh, Clay Thompson has a wonderful shot. Uh, Dale Ellis had a beautiful shot. Uh, you know, you had uh, Joey Hassett had a beautiful shot. Like there are a lot of guys that not, aren't necessarily great players. Alan Houston had a great shot, but you know, I'm leaving out you know 50. But Steph does this in a way. That if you're going to teach your son or daughter, just watch. Watch how he uses his legs. Really important. And get that shot off. You know, And, and that's what's amazing. He does it so quickly. He doesn't have the benefit of, I'm 6'9". 
like Lamelo or uh, like uh, Carmelo, he he has to get that ball off in traffic, and everybody knows he's going to shoot a three. I mean, it's just it, it's wonderful to watch. Yeah, Paul. I think what's more fascinating is that the off balance shots are his norm, where it, you expect him to go in, not miss. Like when other guys take fall away threes to the right with a six nine guy on him. That one on the bench yesterday, where he's by the bench, yeah. he had a six nine guy hanging on him. And he cuts right, and the guy's still on him, and he, and he puts it in. You expect it to go in now. You don't think, well, that's not going in. What he does, though, is he practices off-balance shots. He practices shots that he thinks he'll be taking in a game. And this is what, if you're a younger player or you have, you're a father, you're a parent, and you want to teach your children, have them take shots that they're going to be not easy shots, not shots where you just stand around and shoot, because anybody can make those. Have them, you know, take shots where you're on the move, off balance. Uh, you know, somebody's pushing you a little bit. Have a broom and, and use that to shoot over. Just something that creates game-like situations. That's really, really important, I think. And it's something I didn't do. I, I could stand and shoot, but getting in that flow, uh, shooting it quick, shooting it over somebody, uh, using the backboard, a lot of those things. And that's what Steph does. The situation with Ben Simmons warrants watching because it feels like they might be inching closer to Ben coming back, but he still won't share information on, you know, uh, the uh, mental expert, mental health expert that he has been talking to, but they might be kind of inching closer to a truce. It's just, if I'm Philadelphia, do you bring him back just to trade him? Because you're already playing really well. And it feels like Doc has a team that he really likes and Embiid, uh, but, you know, I don't think you can trade Ben Simmons until you play Ben Simmons, as crazy as that's going to sound. I just saw the calendars. He just came into the mailroom, and uh, I told the Danettes they can't look through it yet. Not yet, uh, but you can pre-order the uh, DP Show calendar at danpatrick.com. We will autograph calendars, but we're limiting those to 300. They're available now. They're going to go fast. And we want to make sure that we get them out in time for the holidays. But uh, Paulie always goes, what's the level of nudity in the calendar? Hmm. <sighs> Pretty high. Like if you've ever thought about us with no clothes on. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. How's your opportunity? The calendar. I mean, it's still safe to hang in the, uh, in the kitchen if you'd like. Or the bathroom, bedroom, whatever, wherever you want to put the calendar. Yes, yeah, work is the true test. Are these safe for work or NSFW? Oh wow, they're safe for prisons, <laughs> but I don't. I would say work. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you're in a cubicle and you you angle it properly, you know, it's not right on full display. But Seton's Seton shows. As much skin, I think, as anybody does in this. <laughs> Maybe a little more, given. Uh, well, yes. Yeah, there's one every year. There's a picture where I can't get out of my head, and it's like a it's a bad, like a traumatic thing. The the Seton with the uh, oh the turkey, Thanksgiving turkey. Was... I almost considered not eating Thanksgiving. Turkey. I almost went vegan. But the year later, Fritzy's um, the one with the bed and the the roses. Oh, when it was uh, American Beauty? That I wish movie? I had a lobotomy, like a light lobotomy to get that out of my head. And I remember coming up with the idea. 
And I thought, you know what? How about we have Todd recreate the, uh, is it Mina Sabari in American Beauty? And she has all the rose petals all over her and she's naked. I enjoyed that a lot more than I thought I would that shit. I don't know what that means, but I really did. Nobody else did. Oh, nobody else did. But I thought, okay, that is, what's that say about me that I was thinking about? God, it'd be nice if Todd was naked and he had rose petals all over him. That's a little frightening. You should probably talk to your local therapist what was going on there. All right, so the calendar is out. Make sure you order it, and uh, we'll get it out in time for the holidays. But uh, I think Seton's got the most disturbing one. Again, congratulations, Seton. Thanks. Yes, well done, well done. Uh, A couple of phone calls in here. Uh, Jason in Nebraska. Hey, Jace, what's on your mind? Hey, Danny and Danette. Love you guys. Thank you, buddy. Um, Got the calendar. Can't wait to get it and and get your signatures as well. And uh, just wanted to let you know, I called back. I called a couple months ago. Some gentleman called a couple weeks ago about it as well. You need to watch the TV series, Mr. In Between. It's on FX. I know you have direct TV. Watch it. You'll you'll very much enjoy it. And then I wanted to, uh, you guys were speaking of bad hair days, and I'm telling you, Danny, I watched the uh, um, Barry Bonds E60 on, and I don't watch ESPN much, but they had the special on for the Barry Bonds, and they had you on two cameos, and the first one, oh, man, they did you wrong. Your hair, (laughs) you need to watch that. And then last but not least, Aaron Rodgers, if you're watching, man, I'm with you. Just retire. Retire right now. Let everything go to waste, and then come back and play for the New York Giants. Peace out, guys. Thank you, Jason. Thank you. I'm watching the Barry Bonds E60 last night. I was flipping back and forth, and uh, Jeremy Schapp did a wonderful job with it. And, you know, there's all these clips in SportsCenter because, you know, I was doing SportsCenter back then when Bonds is hitting all those home runs. And then, you know, I can hear my voice, and then all of a sudden I pop up, and I'm like, "Hmm, good hair day, bad hair day. But I think I had two cameos in the uh, E60 there. Yes, yes. You didn't oh. like the hair? The, 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 it was okay. The tone, the You know what level? happened? I was getting gray on the temples, and then I, I, I got rid of my sideburns. So it just... Uh, you had white walls going. Yeah, something like that. I remember Mike Ditka's wife. We were having dinner, and she said, um, what's up with your hair? Oh, no. And I said, what do you mean? She goes, well, why, why did you cut off your sideburns? And I go... I don't, I don't know. And it's like, man, it, it, it was devastating. She was obviously very comfortable. Yes, she was. Yeah, but she was, <laughs> she was just looking at, you know, when somebody's looking and then you don't know why they're looking and usually it's not a good thing when they're so, looking. So you wipe your nose real quick. Yeah, and you're like, like what, 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 do I got spinach here? What, what do I got here? And then she goes, what what'd you do to your hair? And I go, what do, you, what, do you, what do you mean? She goes, you cut off your sideburns. Yeah, Paul. To be fair, she's married to a guy with a legendary <laughs> head of hair. That's some real serious older guy hair. Yeah, but that's, he's got bad moss. It's all slicked back like Eddie Munster. Oh, but in the 80s, he's sticking with the 80s look. Yeah, I know. I know. I had to graduate a little bit there. Yes, McLovin, what? I heard that documentary. You walk away say it might happen for Barry Bonds. Like, uh, it's the last vote, and I guess there's a couple yeah, this is couple it. holdouts yeah. that, that he has a chance. What did you think, or um, it's just too far? Well... He shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame, but I'd love to. I'd love to hear his speech. <laughs> Let's put it that way. If he gets in, if he shows up, but um, you know, I had my moments with him, but that doesn't cloud my judgment. And he was a wonderful player. 
but please do not give me this. Oh, but he was a Hall of Famer before he took steroids. You can't, you can't be a Hall of Famer if you take steroids. No matter when you did, you can't. But Bonds, fascinating. Just fascinating. But man, he was prickly. You had no idea what you're going to get, and chances are it wasn't going to be good. But he didn't. You know what? He was he was real in what you saw as far as his personality. Like that's who he was. He didn't make any excuses. He was he was Barry Bonds, and you're not. Deal with it. Take a break. More phone calls coming up. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth absolute fire on mondays wednesdays and fridays facts only make sure you check your feelings at the door because no bs is allowed we keep it 100 this is where real conversations happen listen to the right or wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcast or wherever you get your podcasts all right everybody game off let's pause here to talk more about monopoly go i know what you're saying flag on the play you've already talked about that but there's just so much more good stuff in this game in monopoly go you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards the more you win together the more awesome prizes you unlock and there's so much more to get you can get unique stickers you could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes there's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with i was always a uh, battleship guy you know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a Battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a Battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even mean? thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a Battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL. Featuring the biggest names, Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. 
some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. They got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. If you like where Mercedes-Benz has been, you're going to like where they're going. With a full range of EVs now available at your local dealer, Mercedes-Benz is turning electric completely on its head. Experience the all-electric EQB, a versatile luxury SUV that can seat as many as seven. The brilliantly advanced and superbly equipped EQE SUV, positively alive with groundbreaking technology. The inspired EQE, the electric sedan, with energizing comfort features that recharge you. The boundlessly capable EQS SUV, a vehicle that takes luxury and innovation to places they've never been before. And of course... The magnificent EQS, the flagship of all EVs, delivering the Mercedes electric experience on a truly epic scale. The vehicles are all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at your local dealer or mbusa.com slash EQ. The great Joe Montana will join us on the program tomorrow. He's had a few things to say about the 49ers situation, that they should have taken Trey Lance, they should have taken Mac Jones. I wonder if I gave Carolina a do-over. Who do the Panthers take? Do they take Mac Jones? Do they take Justin Fields? Or do they stand pat with our boy uh, Darnold, Sam Darnold? Uh, yeah, McLevin. Yeah, I think they were reportedly looking hard at Fields, and they took uh, J.C. Horn instead. Yeah. At eight, I believe. I like J.C. Horn, though. Yeah, it got hurt. Yeah. By the way, the, uh, the MVP is going to be handed out. The finalist for the National League and the American League MVP, none of the finalists played in the playoffs. I don't know if that's ever happened before. That you have uh, Shohei Otani, Vlad Guerrero, Marcus Simeon. They are the finalists for the American League MVP. Bryce Harper, Juan Soto, Fernando Tatis Jr., finalist for the National League MVP. Oh, as McLovin puts on his Phillies sweatshirt. You're a front runner. You're a fraud. I would take a Bryce Harper MVP over a second round playoff or a wild card playoff exit. It's very gratifying for <laughs> Phillies fans because they've had a lot of good news lately. No matter who wins National League, American League MVP, first time since 1987, both MVP winners did not make the playoffs. 87 in the National League was Andre Dawson, I believe. Was they last place team? I think. Yeah. Was Cal Ripken the American League MVP that year, and didn't make the playoffs? See if you guys can check that. But um, it feels like it's going to be Bryce Harper and Shohei Otani are going to be the MVPs. Yeah, Paul. I got is George Bell the '87 oh, MVP from Toronto? Toronto? Wow. Okay. Yeah, you're right. It's Andre Dawson, National League. Yeah. George Bell, Alan Trammell, Kirby Puckett. Okay. Yeah, McLovin. I feel like Bryce Harper has a little competition from Fernando Tatis Jr. I'm a little worried. Hit a lot of home runs. Yeah, he but did. But he fell off. I guess he hurt his shoulder. Yeah. Well, they moved him to the outfield. But, I mean, you got, you got guys who were... Guerrero, Tatis, and Soto are under 23 years of age. 
Last time you had two players under 23 who are among the top three in MVP, they're both in the Hall of Fame, Hank Aaron and Al Kaline. I figured stat of the day, little Ron Burgundy. Man, one on the trigger there. More trivia of the day. I know. I don't know if there's some statistics in there. What stat of the day? Wait, are you questioning my stat of the day? I think you're a little quick to call for that. Oh, okay. So I'm a little quick to. I'm not allowed to call for stat of the day. On this show? No. You, <laughs> the sole arbiter of you, when you. that is. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I gave you that autonomy, but okay, I respect it. Just, I just didn't hear a stat in there. So, <laughs> <laughs> was it a fact? It's more it, a fact. Yeah, interesting fact, fact of, the of the day. day. Morsel of the day. Tidbit of the day. Bop, bop. What do you want, McLovin? Yeah, I don't think age is an analytic or a stat because Al Kaline was under twenty-three. Thank you, Andrew. I don't think that's a stat. I'm with Seaton. Wait, wait. It, if they're numbers, they're stats. Mm. Wait a minute here. McLovin? Like, my birthday is July 24th. That's not a stat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a gray area. I think, I think we have to have a show policy on this. Seton is the arbiter. I say we, we put it in his Okay, answer. all right. <laughs> oh, man, the all-powerful stat of the day. Uh, Sunday night, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs go to Las Vegas to battle Derek Carr and the Raiders. It's an AFC West showdown Sunday at 7 Eastern on NBC. And day, hey, no, that's the there's a number. I, just heard, I heard a number. Day, oh, okay. Okay. That's 7 Eastern. <laughs> yep. All right. What stat of the day? Bob. Bob. All right. Thank you, Steve. You're welcome. Jerk. Uh, Pittsburgh. It says Pittsburgh and Oklahoma. <laughs> huh? It says Pittsburgh and Oklahoma, it's calling. So I don't know who Pittsburgh is in Oklahoma. They call me Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Dave. Yes, Pittsburgh Dave in Oklahoma. They call me <laughs> Pittsburgh Dave, and this team is going to make me change my blood pressure medication. Oh, what? About and I want to get to my story that we had our problems with yesterday. If you've got time for it, the the game last night, that call, I couldn't believe it when it got called. You say he would have called it. You would have called it. Yeah. I didn't see it. I, I I didn't. I was like, no. I, I, but as many cheapies as we've had called against us, I'll take one. Right. But if you've got time for my story that I wanted to get to yesterday about the big music anniversary that we had. Okay, briefly, Pittsburgh, Dave. Yes. I was in uh, getting lunch, and a girls' soccer team came in, and one of them had the Led Zeppelin logo on their shirt. These are 12- and 13-year-old girls. I asked her if she knew it. I said, no, I just like the logo. And I had to explain to her, I was listening to that album before your mother was born. (laughs) Oh, it was something. Y'all have a good day. All right. Thank you, Pittsburgh, Dave. Yeah, Zeppelin Four came out yesterday, 1971, and sold 37 million copies. Yeah, Paul. That is a big thing, by the way. My daughter's 12, and all her friends wear old concert shirts, but they're not actually old concert mm-hmm. shirts. They're sold at a newer store, but uh, Rolling Stones, Led Zeppelin, Nirvana, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen those. And you feel like a little bit of a poser when you wear them. If you're older... 
I mean, the kids love them, but I, I mean, I'm glad. I hope they listen to the music. But, you know, you'll get that old concert. It used to be you didn't want to wear the old concert shirt because somebody would say, oh, you're wearing a shirt like five years ago. And it would have all the tour dates on the back. And you know, I had a few of those. Like the, the baseball, like it would be white with a, like a colored sleeves. The undershirt for your baseball uniform, and it'd be a, a concert shirt. Yeah, Paul. But I guess it's a good thing because my, my daughter's asked me a few questions. Like she's like, Rolling Stones, fill me in. I'm like, oh, well, I don't know where to start, but I'll play you a couple songs. So maybe by proxy, by buying these old shirts, the younger generation will check them out. Tell them to Google. Yeah. That's what Google's for. You got to walk them to the, oh to the trough. God. You know what I mean? No. No, I control the music in the kitchen at dinner time. And I just say, hey, here's this. And then we're, we're listening to Earth, Wind, and Fire tonight. Now we're listening to Sam Cooke tonight. Marvin Gaye, we're listening to that tonight. Uh, John Denver night. That's just it. We're learning. Yes. It's kind of, it's odd though when you're telling your kid about like music and you're like, oh man, this album was awesome. This is like such a big deal. It's on, you put it on and they're like, yeah. Mm. Okay. Kind of sounds like old music. No, like, I, no, this changed the world. No, yeah, okay. They, they feel that way about movies. We put on Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and they're like, uh, we don't get it. Yeah. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I mean, come on, Ferris Bueller. And they're like, no. And then, you know, so music is a little bit easier, I think, than than a movie. Yeah, McLevin. I was driving today. I put on an oldie station for a second. La, Living La Vida Loca was on an oldie station. Ooh. <laughs> that didn't feel good. Ooh. 2000. Is that an oldie? It's not a goodie. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Seat and dancing. <laughs> All righty. Coming up, we're uh, going to talk to Dean Blandino about the officiating last night, and Grant Hill will join us as well. Final hour coming up. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. 
Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller Tongue. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.